0: Good evening and welcome to From the Median where we are concerned with the middle ground, not just to understand both sides of an argument, but also to awaken the consciences of those who are neutral or indifferent to this, the greatest civil rights movement of all times, the pro-life movement. Listeners, as always, wonderful to have you with us. Thank you so much for joining. Remember that you can download all of our programs off of our website or go to your favorite podcast app and you can find them there too. Just put in from the median and the guests that you want to listen to and away you go. We have also done, as I've mentioned a couple of times, a complete revamp of our website. So go and check it out and help us and support us by making a donation if you can to help because, of course, these things do not come cheap, but we've done it. And by God's grace, we've been able to get this all sorted out and fixed up. Our guest right now is joining me is a brand new guest, somebody I'm very excited to have on the program. Her name is Benita Pratt, and she is an amazing young woman, absolutely amazing. She contacted us to tell us that of the things she's doing. And as soon as I saw her, what she does in her bio, I thought, my goodness, we've got to get Benita on the program. Benita, welcome. It's wonderful to have you with us.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here
0: today. Yeah, absolutely. You've started an apologetics program called Pro Life Apologetics. Um, yeah. You are a young woman who has been involved in the pro life movement for a long time. You are, from what I'm reading on your on your bio, you were homeschooled, and mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. More and more people. It's the fastest growing segment of the education world right now. Is is of course homeschooling, and I'm seeing all these wonderful people coming through homeschooling and doing things like you're doing. Tell us a little bit about Benita and then let's sort of jump right into the program that you're doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I was homeschooled. Through grade school and through high school. And then I went on to get my degree in communications from St. Mary's College, where I graduated summa cum laude. I started working at the pro-life movement back in 2011. And it started just as like volunteering at a local pregnancy center once a week, you know, bundling diapers and sorting through baby clothes. And then I continued to work at that center volunteering and then actually as an employee there for 10 years, and the last two of which I was a pregnancy counselor. And so that was a great honor to be able to walk with those women through some really difficult moments in their life and really understand the pro-life um, movement from a different
0: perspective. Yeah. You know we we get uh, we get criticized so often, Benita. I don't know whether you do but I know uh Cleveland rights to life and the work that we do in Ohio oftentimes people will say to us, "Oh, but you don't care about the the, the mothers. You're, all you care about is the babies." And then you you know, you don't have any uh, compassion for the mothers. I have never seen such compassion for any group of people as I see in the pregnancy centers for un, for for mothers who are in some sort of a crisis. Mother and fathers, for that matter, and 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 oftentimes siblings. Um,
1: absolutely. Would you
0: say that that was your experience too?
1: Oh, absolutely. It was so lovely to be able to work with, um, it was a lot of women, so it's such a great group of women who would put in overtime hours and just go out of their way to put extra thought into every le- little detail of care for the other women that walked through their doors. There was such compassion and love in their work, and it was really beautiful to be able to witness and then to be a part of as well.
0: You you decided that you uh, you started this pro life apologetics. Was this a course that was already in progress, or was it something that you built?
1: It was something that I built. Oh wow!
0: Um, you are multitasked, multi talented. <laughs>
1: Yes. Um, so one of the things that I realized counseling is that when I would talk to these girls one-on-one, it, one, one of the biggest factors is what their friends thought, What if they had a good support system, if their friends would be supportive of a pregnancy. And so I started thinking like, wow, I really need to find a way to influence these girls like at the high school level, like start forming the next generation of friends. Um, so that we can get to these girls in the crisis pregnancies sooner, and so I found that by teaching my class for high schoolers and then giving talks to high schoolers as well as college students, I could reach these girls at an earlier level
0: mm-hmm. so exactly what what are you trying to teach them what are you What are you reaching out to them with? I mean I, you know obviously, life begins at conception at, at the moment of fertilization. we all know mm-hmm. that, but how do you get that across? To the high schoolers, the college age uh, students, it's it's a pretty in in today's world, Benita, and I think you would agree, um, it is such an anti life um, culture. Mm-hmm. So how how do you do that?
1: Yeah. So with. Um- my college students when i give talks we kind of work our way backwards and so we start looking at like arguments for life beginning at birth and why those don't make logical sense why they don't make scientific sense and then we'll kind of bump it a little back earlier into the pregnancy and we'll look at arguments for like viability and people who say oh life begins at viability and we'll kind of do the same thing and like understand why those arguments aren't um scientifically grounded and logical and we'll work our way back earlier and earlier in the pregnancy until we really show them like conception, fertilization is the only logical conclusion. Um, It's the only specific moment that makes sense for when a new life develops. And then what I love about my class for high schoolers is It lasts the full school year, um, and we meet once a week. And so I get to talk to these students for a really long time. And we have, we build quite a relationship be over the course of the year. And so we can go into detail a lot regarding all aspects of the pro-life movement. So we talk about beginning of life, but we also talk about, um, how to structure your arguments and how to present your, um, point of view to other people in a way that's clear and concise and articulate and well-grounded in scientific facts and logic, as well as learning about the history of abortion in the U.S. and the Supreme Court cases that have been going on. And so by covering so much of the details over a long period of time, they're really well-equipped to handle any question that comes their way.
0: One of the things that I think we, we've... we um... Uh, we've actually bumped up against it up close and personal Benita as we've gone through this dreadful um, amendment of battle here in Ohio uh, we, mm-hmm. we now have unfortunately you know a, a abortion up until the moment of birth um, so sad so sad so and we fought so hard against it but what we did discover was that um many even pro-lifers even people who who said that they were pro-life that they 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 identified as pro-life voted. Mm-hmm. For this amendment, and the reason why was that they they felt that was we don't have, it it was their right to choose that if they wanted to. What mm-hmm. kind of what do you what would you say? And I don't want to put you on the spot, but what would you say to somebody like that, that w- when you're when when you're meeting a person who's saying that type of a thing?
1: Yeah, that. It's definitely a common response in the pro-choice field. But in order to have a just and well-functioning society, you need laws. In order to have true freedom and authentic freedom, you have to have laws and restrictions in place um, to balance that out and to protect the rights of the most innocent. To have a well-functioning society, you need to be able to restrict behaviors that are harmful and hurtful, abortion being an obvious one of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and it, sh- it just shows how often what what we have discovered here in Ohio for sure um, is that is the need for us to get more programs like yours into our schools uh, to, to mainstream them. <clears throat> one of the mm-hmm. things that I've always said is that, you know, it, there needs to be a way to train the trainers. Um, and I think, yes. you know, I think that's one of my concerns about having, you know, people come in sort of helicopter, uh, doing a helicopter in and out. You, you you just said something that really touched my heart and was said, thank you, dear Lord, for Benita And the fact that you've been okay. able to do this was because you do it every week. You don't just mm-hmm. come in two or three times a year. You're there every week. How, exactly. do, how do you work? How do you make that happen?
1: Well, my students who sign up for my class are really dedicated. And so I give them a lot of credit. And they're used to, oftentimes they're used to kind of the homeschool environment where you log on to a live class once a week and you have that interaction with a teacher. And so even if they're like not feeling well one week or have brain fog one week, there's always the week after and the next week and the next week so that they can ask their questions whenever they come up and I can just walk with them mm-hmm. along their journey of growth mm-hmm. and understanding. mm
0: mm-hmm. That's very, very important. Absolutely. So, so important that we would be able to do that with these young people because they're, they're growing up in an environment. And I'm sure you, you know, you, you're closer to it than I am. I'm, I'm a grandma. So, I mean, my my time's Mm -hmm. already gone through all of this, but I'm watching these young kids and my grandchildren coming through this, this culture of death. I mean, really is. And I don't think you'd disagree with me. We are, the young people are today living in a culture of death. Um, and It's and it's, it is very sad, but, but then we see, the, these little, you know, whole lights being punched in the darkness sort of thing. And that, that, that Benita Pratt's coming along and, and doing some things for us. So this is wonderful. Um, your course also talks about theology. Um, yes. it's, it's theology and philosophy and science all put together and practical things. Tell us a little yeah. bit of what, what <laughs> sort of theology do you talk about? So
1: I'm a Catholic and so I've incorporated some Catholic theology, morality, understanding of that into the course. it's also very relevant just for Christian students. So if they're Christian but not specifically Catholic, that is by all means totally wonderful and okay, and they're welcome to join in the class. Um, I just make minor tweaks throughout the course as we go. Um, but the my Catholic faith is very important to me, and I wanted to be able to show my students how Catholic morality goes hand in hand with science when defending the pro-life movement and how you can form really scientific arguments um, to defend the pro-life position and how you can also um, form arguments based on theology to defend the pro-life movement. And so we talk about Humanae Vitae written by Pope Paul VI. Um, we look at writings from Father Mike Schmitz and other Catholic authors, as well as like what the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops is saying in the longstanding respect for human life beginning in utero that the Catholic Church has had since the beginning. So it's all part of my desire to give the students a well-rounded
0: curriculum. Mm
1: That addresses the pro-life movement from several different aspects.
0: And you know, this is what I've always found, and I'm sure you do too. Once once you know something, you can't unknow it. So exactly. you know, you, if if you if you know it with confidence, I think that's always the key. We have to know things with confidence. We can know something that's lies, or we think we know, but it'll always be revealed that this is this is not true. If we can provide our young people with with that whole philosophy of life of human life made. In the image and likeness of God, I think we, there will always be that little niggling thing, no matter where they go. Uh, you know, in, in later years, even if they do at some point choose abortion, I think that having that knowledge in many instances will bring them back. Do you, Do you think that that's a part of what what you're trying to do as well?
1: Absolutely. One of. Um... The Weeks on my syllabus is dedicated just to understanding the value of human life because it's really at the foundation of the pro-life movement. If you don't understand what it is that you're valuing, you can't defend it. You can't fight for it. So we look at why life has value and how that value has been Respected and understood across cultures and across times, um, and really just forever will be respected because it has inherent value. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about the practicality of 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 this of the course. Um, we are here in Ohio. You are in, I think, Indiana. Yes, yes. How do you practically? Is is this course offered only to people who you can actually go and visit, or? How, how do you work?
1: It? No, no, not at all. That's um, part of what I love about my online system. So when I was homeschooled in high school, I had students and, um, well, fellow students and then teachers from all across the U.S. and some even like in Canada. And it was really neat to be able to experience learning with people from all over the U.S. And it was a really, really neat atmosphere. Um For growing and understanding. And so what I love about the Zoom option, we meet at Zoom on Mondays or Wednesdays. They could join either class time and you can log in from anywhere. All you need is your computer and some Wi-Fi access and you can join the lectures and interact with me and ask your questions and follow the course material. So you really can join from everywhere. So it's really inclusive.
0: Wow. And, and, um, how, do, how do you fund this? I mean, that, that is always an issue. Pro-lifers never have any money. I, I, speaking right. as a pro-lifer myself, <laughs> we never have any money, but we try and, and, we, and we do incredibly well. In fact, you know, yeah. I, I, know that the pro-choices and the pro-bots really consider us to be a threat all the time. And yet they've got like bucket loads of money and we've got oh. nothing, but, but we still are their threat. So what, how, how do you fund it? What are you doing with this?
1: So my position is a little bit unique. I am the only person involved in my organization um, it's really just like my passion and outreach and so I'm able to keep costs really at a minimum because of that so when I go give talks especially if they're out of state talks um, I appreciate when people can reimburse me for my travel Sean, costs, Sean. the hotel and such but then for the class I really care a lot about just getting the information out there to the high school students um, and my Um, husband, God has blessed us greatly with the job he has and he provides greatly for our family. And so I'm offered to, I'm able to offer all of my talks in my class for free so that it's more widely accessible, um, for people who don't have like who may be facing some financial obstacles,
0: absolutely. And I noticed on your website that that the, the cost of the thing is of, of the program was like four hundred dollars, and you've done away with that. So it means yes. that what you're giving to each child and to each student that comes onto the you, you you're actually gifting them the, with with the with the class, and I, I yeah. love it. I love the fact I'm my whole my whole life I I've been a stay at home I was a stay at home mom with my children all, all the way through their lives, and then you know afterwards I did I worked. For a very short period of time, and then went into the pro—you know—really started working um, uh, uh, formally with the pro-life movement here in Cleveland. And my husband's been able to support me too, with so that I have not had to, you know, ask for a lot of money or or not at all. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely. God bless. God bless those good husbands. I love them. Yeah, he's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I see that you that you talk about here, and it's a it's a it's a huge issue in our organization um okay. Cleveland Right to Life and also Right to Life Action Coalition which is a statewide organization is the whole issue of rape and incest. Benita yes. you have no idea how hard some some particularly the politicians and the and the elected yeah. so they push back against us on that one but we've never given up on it. How do you, you we've always said that those those children, you know, conceived that way have got as just as much right to live. Absolutely. Yeah. How, how do, you, how does it, is that, how is that accepted within your classes?
1: Honestly very well um so we adre- we address rape incest along with um some of the other hard questions like medical or life conditions of the mother or medical disability of the baby some of those really tough ones at the very end of the year that way they have the foundation of the entire year and all of that knowledge leading up to those few weeks and then I give um, a week's class dedicated to each of those specific topics. So we spend an entire week talking about rape. And I have them email me ahead of time all of what they think are the hardest arguments to combat. So they'll email me all of their like pro-choice friends positions, and then we'll go over them in class and kind of one by one. So it's a very slow week. We go over it very methodically and very slowly, and we cover a lot of ground. We talk about a lot of different aspects and elements in responding um, to that kind of situation, very much emphasizing that it was a horrible injustice to the woman, the rapist should be punished, she should receive support and healing, physically and emotionally, all of that. Um, but I would say by the end of the class, they f- seem to be pretty at peace with the answer and they feel pretty well-equipped to then talk to someone else about that issue. So I don't have a lot of... Qu- Students who have a lot of questions and confusion at the end of the class, I would say they're really at peace with the answer and it makes sense to them, especially after building upon the knowledge that they've gained throughout the rest of the year. Mm-hmm.
0: You also to cover um, contraception. Um, you talk yes. about the fact that contraception is not a solution to to the to to um, you know to, to family planning. Family planning should be family planning. You're you're planning a family, and in fact, planning is sometimes the wrong word to use altogether, um, according to me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> because it's God's plan, not my plan. But um, you, you talk about contraception. That must also be because it is so accepted in our culture. Um, mm-hmm. Is that a tough one as well?
1: Honestly, I would say it's my favorite class to teach. Ah, um, <laughs> so, we actually spend two weeks talking about it because there's so much material to cover. And I really wanted to start those classes telling the girls, like, what's actually in these contraceptive pills and what side effects it has on their body and how it messes with their bodily system, like how mm-hmm. it interacts on a chemical level in their body and can create long standing harm, um, after repetitive use. And so we really dig into what birth control actually is, how it actually works, what types are available, what types are abortive fashions, um, and act as early form abortions before they would even know. We also talk about the, the mentality and association between birth control, birth control failing, and then abortion being a method of backup birth control mm-hmm. and just that sort of mentality and that cyclical nature as well. And we also go into detail about statistics and effectiveness rates and um, as well as the effectiveness effectiveness rates and how natural family planning works and then a little bit about how there are multiple different kinds of natural family planning and it's not just the calendar method um, anymore and so it's a really comprehensive view on birth control that approaches the topic from a bunch of different angles
0: perfect do you uh, can you give the listeners some way where if they you know if they want to contact you or even help you financially how, how do they do that
1: the easiest way to reach me is my email address. So it is, let me pull it up here. I want to make sure I get it right.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And I will put this up, folks, if you don't, if you're driving or you don't, get to, you don't get a chance to write this down, I will put it on our website so that you've got somewhere to contact Benita Pratt and so that she can, she can talk with you about what your needs may be.
1: All right. It is dot pratt at com and pratt is p-r-a-t-t
0: okay perfect we will put that on the website Benita and we'll make sure that everybody's got that and anybody if you didn't get it go to our website which is fromthemedian.org they've also got a wonderful website up as well which gives you more information about what Benita's just been talking about it's called pro hyphen life dot just put pro life apologetics and it'll probably pop up on, on a Google search. So as, as well as that. So, and we will also put that up there as well so that you've got all that information there. Thank you so much, Benita. Keep up this wonderful, wonderful work. And, you know, if you need anything else and you've got a new, new course you want to just get, you know, send us an email and we'll try to get you back on the program.
1: Thank you so much. All it's right. been lovely talking to you <laughs> Absolutely. today.
0: Absolutely. God bless you lots and keep up your work. Thank you. Thank you. Don't go anywhere. I will be back with you right after this very short break with another world-class inspiring guest.